Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, Dumb Dumbs and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, and Curse, Code, and Crown, as well as three event podcasts with miniseries releases scheduled at random intervals, Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town, The Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merch Merchandise today. Welcome back to Curse, Code, and Crown, a live play Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition podcast featuring a fully original world and campaign. I am the wizard Cronox, observer of time. Curse, Code, and Crown features our regular voiceover artists and improvisers, Laura Elizabeth as the Orcountant Eater, Tyler Hewitt as Maka Deathcap, and Ryan LaPlante as Duncan Kindano, alongside our dungeon master, the incredible Tom McGee. So get ready for an adventure including thrills, chills, and hope for a brighter tomorrow. It's time for Curse Code and Crown! It's the day of a wedding. And more than that, it's a wedding during Sprongbrek, uh, which is very exciting. Uh, it's also the day of an election, which is exciting for entirely different reasons. Um, but sure enough, coming from a political dynasty, uh, Jaden and listening to his incredible best man, name unknown, um, <clears throat> Jaden Hayworth uh, has decided to throw a wedding the day of the election. He can't campaign anymore, but he sure can be a handsome some bitch who's marrying a cool lady who's wearing the armor of a major folk hero. Um, 
and so in a last ditch effort of vaguely skirting the rules of an election, um, Jaden is here to make sure that he is the name in everyone's mind when they go to the voting box. Um, the three of you awake um, with clear mission objectives in mind. Um, Duncan, um, your main mission is to um, essentially get close enough to Karen to kill her and get the armor back. Um, While ruining the wedding. Well, I mean, that was implied, um, <laughs> given that she is part I mean, of the that. The bride would ruin the wedding, yeah. Oh, no, but I also want to ruin it politically. <laughs> right, yes. So um, you're basically your, your major, uh, just to sum up before we go into this kind of uh, climax of the arc, um, your main kind of open questions are um, what's causing the gray and how do we stop it? Um, how do we get the body back for Gwendolyn? Then how do we find Gwendolyn? Put in the body, yep. Um, not necessarily your concern, but on your list, um, who killed Jeanette Wilcox. Um, another sort of secondary concern is who is part of the conspiracy uh, that uh, led to the attempt on Ida's life. Um, and thus who can kind of get in the way. Um, and of course, who will lead um, Fortress Sprongbrek and uh, to, to a large extent, based on what you've seen, whoever leads Sprongbrek kind of leads uh, the down under. Um, so who will, who will be in power uh, for the next however many years? Um, <clears throat> so... The day of the wedding is upon us. Uh, as I mentioned, the, the plan uh, for the wedding certainly is to do it as close to the polls as possible. So it's kind of a uh, whatever happens at the wedding will have a drastic effect on, on who is elected um, subsequently. Um, what do you do? Okay, Duncan would excuse himself to go be as involved with wedding planning as possible because he needs to be there for in the morning. Uh, his plans are, are like he's dealing with all the basics so he has to talk them into the reverse but he can do that with the wedding party if he can go be the best man so he wants to give all of the people like all of the young kids who would be really bored by a wedding and want to do whatever the <laughs> the equivalent of texting is they all get the front row seats because they'd hate Karen the most and Karen would hate them for being young whereas anybody who's obsessed with tradition or all the things about being really respected they'll get the seats at the back where they can't hear anything so they're aware that no one likes them uh, and all of the traditionalists get the fish they won't order it they're going to order something good but they all get the fucking fish like the whole back half uh, do you know what maybe everybody gets the fish it's not even on the list but the only thing the caterer serves is fish uh, and you he's going to try not even a mysterious gray chicken with some kind of cream sauce option. They'll offer beef and chicken, but we'll only serve fish. That's how this plays out. So no one's happy. Uh, the theme will be uh, uh, huge penises, just huge penises everywhere. Because uh, that'll really distract from from any thoughts of sex because penises. Uh, he'll, he'll have to talk him into that, but that's going to be his plan there. Because A, guests won't like it. And B, they'll be like, why all the penises? Is there something wrong with this penis? will <laughs> just cycle in there. Duncan, it turns out, has never been to a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No, he hasn't. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, yeah, and then just try to schedule as many things that'll piss. Like anything that can go wrong for Karen, he'll make go wrong. Jaden, he wants to make feel amazing the whole day because that will also make Karen more of a nightmare. Um. Okay, cool. So those are your plans in place. 
Um, Maka and Ita, you're going as guests. Uh, what is your yes. your what are what are your plans? What are your objectives while you're there? Um, Maka is just going to attend as a guest and basically help however he can when things inevitably take a major turn, i.e., when someone attacks the bride. <laughs> um, uh, he's also there to um, make Karen uh, look bad. Um, so he's basically, I think, uh, waiting um, outside with all the other guests, I think. Um, if there is, like, because this is a presidential hopeful getting married on election day, I'm assuming there's a lot of people outside the venue wanting to get a glimpse and waiting to get in and stuff like that. I think that's where Maka would want to be mm. for, uh, since he and... Ito, who is, or Ita, excuse me, um, who is also disguised as Duncan Kendano, um, we are somewhat public figures in the way that we slayed the salamander. People mm -hmm. saw us, like, conversing with the last president kind of yep. thing. So it, like, hopefully standing amongst a crowd of dwarves, we get picked to be like, oh, yeah, come in, come to the wedding kind of thing. Because we weren't invited, like, with invitations, but... Hopefully, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, uh, Tom, can I use my stress for something? Because I think it's a big enough ask that I'll throw my stress out there. Sure. Uh, Duncan would, if possible, like to replace all of the wedding gifts with uh, fish-related items, just to do like a telltale heart of <laughs> Gwendolyn. <laughs> so every present that opens will be like a fish or some fish item that looks like Gwendolyn's marking. <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> more than stress. Um, if you can, uh, you can go find uh, the chefs. Uh, so, so breakfast is being served. You you remember having like the the big hangover brunch. Um, you find the chefs. Uh, okay, well, well, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, that that's like a yes, but. Um, <laughs> Yay! My favorite. <laughs> Improv in this world is yes, but yeah, just like twenty ninety nine, baby. Um, okay, uh, Ita, what is? Uh, are you just kind of going along with Maka's plan? I assume that kind of makes sense because this um, is not your usual. Yeah, and I think I I will. Um, I'm going to keep an eye open for um, an opportunity to reveal myself to someone who I think, if I think someone might be involved in the conspiracy, because. Mm. Um, they will be shocked to see me alive. So I don't know what that will look like yet, but fair enough. Um, I think for the the ease of of all of this, um, we'll say specifically uh, uh, Weebly Straubelmeyer will be your target. Um, yeah, that makes the most sense. Yeah. Uh, cool. Very good. Uh, oh, well, this is nice. We've got some like uh, Jane Austen level. Like, I'll reveal something at a party that will destroy <laughs> you in the next season. Um, I like it. Uh, okay. Cool. Tom, if we want to kill that yes, but this is the nature of improv. Let me just say this: What if just everything's fish themed? He just wants to tell tell harder with like the food and the decorations and that great. shit. So I love it. No fish themes that stupid. Yeah, fish. Fish. Everybody great. eats fish. The theme is fish. Yeah. Um, you're still gonna have to go talk to the chef. Uh, oh, of because, course, absolutely. Yes, that that was my yes, but um, but 
yeah. So if we imagine then like um, Duncan's list of uh, of possible themes that he wrote, it's like the first one is just revenge, and that's crossed out. And the second one is Dawnbreakers, and that one's crossed out. <laughs> and then the third one is penises with a question mark. And there's like a second question mark. So we clearly spent some time considering it. <laughs> yeah, he crossed, crossed that out. one out on the walk to the church. <laughs> yeah. I also like to imagine that part of that is just Duncan trying to understand what a bunch of like i don't think duncan was ever really a young person as as <laughs> like the sprong breakers uh, present themselves um to him like the cool thing to do is like a young person be like get really good at dueling and then like that's where all of this comes from um yeah he so, always understands drinking as an act of self-loathing yeah 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 um so as a result it's like uh, are the kids into into penises i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know what the, i don't know what's cool um so great i love it um but then you settle on fish i like uh, fish theme in general is is pretty great um oh the fish wedding ah what a, <laughs> what a fucking stupid theme for a wedding uh i honestly would have taken the penises over the fish just like in life um okay great um so great so that's all set um right uh gwendolyn um you were drifting um yet again down down through the, the the rocks um you uh briefly um find yourself um slowing um and it would seem that uh there's enough of whatever raw metal is mined uh, as i've mentioned the, these mines Demon is the main thing, but um, they also do uh, mine metals. Um, there are veins of, of metal um, threaded throughout uh, this rock that are actually starting to pull you in multiple directions. Uh, so I'm going to need one of those very important constitution saves. Oh. Okay. Con. All right. Seventeen. Uh... All right, the counter remains at two. Um, you mean it doesn't go back one? No. <laughs> um, but uh, yes, you are. Don't make him angry. Just play nice. Just play uh, nice. Your... What is my favorite thing? <laughs> your essence is because uh, you like making new characters. Um, your essence <laughs> is vaguely suspended um, for part of the night. Also, just to, to make sure that the timelines sync up for the game. You're just kind of stuck there for a few hours in the middle of the night. It sucks. It's kind of yeah. like sleeping, but if your body was being torn apart. Um, but um, uh, in the, the morning, you begin to drift down again. But you have passed a very important check. Congratulations. I will not take it away from you. Yay! Yet. Um <laughs> All right, so um, as uh, Duncan, you, you're running up to the church, um, having just crossed out uh, your plans and written uh, Revenge Fish with like a check mark and a smiley face and like a crudely drawn Dawnbreakers logo. Um, and then I assume like throwing it in a fire or something. Is, so. Then I, yeah, well, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I eat it because yeah. there's no fire on the road. So it's just yeah. eating the paper and being like, <laughs> I never um, wanted to be a spy for this reason. <laughs> It's the lifelong aversion to paper. Um, great. So um, you uh, arrive at the church. Um, there is a, um, a huge amount of supporters outside. Um, people are, 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 you know, clearly very excited about Jaden. Um, same kind of enthusiasm you saw from the uh, the performance. 
um, at, uh, on your first kind of day here. Um, and, uh, this wedding has come together extraordinarily quickly. And part of the way that you're able to influence it, um, having spent stress for fish, is um, for people who truly, truly believe in the YOLO philosophy. Um, if you decide you're getting married, just fucking do it tomorrow, man. You only live once. <laughs> no time to wait. Um, which means that uh, you actually can't have a tremendous amount of influence on the wedding because it's being put together now. Um the uh, previous night was spent on bachelor party hijinks and not on wedding planning. That was an afterthought. They're working on it. Um, so uh, <laughs> as you arrive, um, uh, Jaden like waves to you and he's got like um, his, uh, his brother Robert uh, with him. And he's, um, uh, you know, his, his uh, two friends, uh, both of which are named Kyle. Um, and they're all like, you know, broing out. Um, but as you approach, he says, Oh, this is, uh, this here's the guy. This is the guy. He's going to be my best man. He gives such good advice. Sorry, Robert. Robert's like, yeah, uh, that's okay. Um, and uh, they, uh, they kind of um, wave to you and basically like a, a, a subtle shift occurs in the crowd as they all kind of turn uh, to behold uh, you, Duncan. Um, but also part and parcel with this comes uh, the ability now to help coordinate because now that he has established that you're the guy, he kind of just looks at you as like a go forth and uh, plan the best damn wedding this place has ever seen. The best one in living memory of 10 years. <laughs> living memory is not impressive here. And I give him a thumbs up and tuck my necrotist mask on even tighter <laughs> and then just stride forth to make a wedding shitty. All right. So you want everything to be fish themed. Fish. You're going to need to convince the fish high, decorators, fish, fish, the chef, and I guess that's it. I was going to rule of three, but there's actually no third thing. Uh, those are kind of the only two who can effectively add fish. Uh, unless you want to try and book the famous dwarven band fish uh, to play, <laughs> which is also a possible uh, thing. Uh, what I'd like to do actually is get um, whoever's going to carry out the ceremony. They're like dwarf priest. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to. I want to have a talk with him to convince him that he needs to use uh, fish metaphors and talk about death and talk about um, righteous retribution during the ceremony. Cool. Okay. So there's the funny third thing. We did it. Um, so um, who would you go to first? Uh, the chef. I feel like he's like if he can't get the others. All fish in the room is a pretty good symbol. So he wants to kind of put all his wood behind that arrow, you know? Uh, yeah, I dig that because um, I have to. Uh, you uh, <laughs> enter the I'm, kitchen. I'm going to leave it. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, a metaphor, a certain CEO that Tom and I worked for at one point likes to use that doesn't make much sense. Um, you <laughs> enter the uh, enter the kitchen um, and uh, you see just like um, a, a Massive pair of shoulders on on this the chef, um, uh, bright red uh, shirt with flames on the bottom, um, sunglasses facing you as you would expect, uh, tiny little beard, spiky hair, um, and uh, she says, "All right, everybody. All I know is we're gonna send this whole wedding to Flavor Country. Now 
you know, they're used to their normal food. We're really going to kick it up. I have been to restaurants throughout the Down Under, and I got to tell you, this one's pretty good. So we just got to kick it up. Uh, you, I want you to start making some donkey sauce. Don't know what we're going to use it for, but I'm going to want it. Uh, and then you walk in, he's like, oh, hey, dude, it's the best man. Welcome. Come on in. That's right. That's right. All right. So I'm here because we have a very specific menu, and it's very important to the bride. And now... A lot of people have said, I bet they couldn't do this on short notice. You know, I bet they don't have the skills. I bet they're not prepared. And do you know what I said to them? You're wrong. This is the best kitchen around. And because donkey sauce, because flavor country. He's just repeating words he heard over during the speech as he came in. Yeah. And he's like, this is the time for us to serve fish to everyone. Fish to the bride, fish to the groom, fish to people no matter what they order. Because sometimes people know what they want. But we know what they need. They need fish with donkey sauce, flavor country. Wait a minute. You're talking about sending them to flavor country? He's missed everything except that. He starts nodding. He's like, well, if I can't do that with fish, then I'm not Cy Fieri, famous dwarven chef. Um, he says, but I mean, fish are kind of hard to come by down here. Uh and he starts getting like real concerned. Um, Ryan, what does Duncan do to help get him up and over this bump? Well, see, you're, 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 thinking, you're thinking big. And sometimes the trick is to think small because you look at it and you go, that might not be enough fish for a person, but you're wrong. It's enough for four people if you deep fry it. Not just once, not just twice, not just three times, but four times. Because what's the best part of fried fish? It's something shaped like a fish. There's fish in its core. It's all the good donkey sauce flavor country. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he looks at you and like and like kind of scratches at at the edge of his beard, uh, the way someone in in a, a space movie normally goes. Like I don't know if landing on the moon. I guess it's possible, but no one's ever done. No one's attempted it. I was like the fourth fry. <laughs> the bard spoke of this, but. Didn't think it was possible. It was, Every, everybody circle up. I know we've been working pretty hard on our triple fry. What if we did it one more time? And everyone starts scratching at the edge of their chin. Like, I don't know. It's never been done. I mean, it's <laughs> and they start like, uh, you know, it's, it's the classic, like they sweep the table, like pull out a blueprint. They're like, okay, so we put it in, put it in twice, put it in third time. Well, what do we do? After? Well, we, 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 we just put it in a fourth time. And everyone's like, okay, all right. Says, you know, this is so crazy. It just might work. Hell, it's not even just going to be a flavor country. It's going to be a flavor continent. He walks over and he says, um, you, uh, you really are as good as Jaden said. You truly are the best man. Listen, I want to name this in, in your honor. So what would you want me to name this dish? Call it Gwendolyn's Return. Call it Gwendolyn's return. That's a great one. Because because the, the bride's best friend was named Gwendolyn. She'll love it. She'll be like, how did you know? And it'll be like, Gwendolyn never goes away. She can't make the wedding. So this is a beautiful symbol. Oh, that's great. Okay, yeah. I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me. But uh, you did come up with the famed idea of the fourth deep fry. Um, God, I got to rethink all my menus. Think of the things we can fry. Oh, 
I'm going to clog a lot of arteries. Um, <laughs> real life anecdote worth sharing. I did go to a Guy Fieri's restaurant once with three people and they were like, do you want your meals, your, your burritos deep fried? And three of us said yes. And one person said no. And all four came deep fried. And I was like, you can't send it back. You were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they know what's best for you. They're like, you're going to want this. Trust me. <laughs> After that, I wasn't allowed to pick dinners at the conference anymore. <laughs> I also like to think that non-deep fried one was a bluff. Just actually oh. nothing is not deep fried. They're like, oh shit, he called us on it. Um, but uh, yeah, love it. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, so having successfully fishified the menu, um, you now have to go speak to the decorators uh, because uh, decoration time is coming. But before we get to that, we're going to cut to these guys and see what's going on with them. So... Um, Maka and um, Ida, you've arrived uh, at the crowd similar to what Duncan saw, but um, where he was immediately welcomed in by Jaden. Um, you're kind of on the fringe. Um, Maka, how would you try and draw attention to the fact that you, you are heroes and that you, you've been around? I mean, obviously you stand out, but everyone's uh, kind of already has like a solid morning buzz going. Um, so what's, what's Maka's tactic for subtly drawing attention to you? Uh, well, I know one of their customs is to hold your fist out and have people hit it. Um, so I would just walk with both fists out <laughs> into a crowd and be like, uh, uh, oh, what's my name? I am Ginkgo Longleaf. I defeated the salamander with my companion here. Hit my fist. And just... <laughs> Say that to people as I walk in. Hit his fist! Hit his fist! Hit his fist! And people start like hitting your fist. And sure enough, um, the two of you start to get swept forward. Uh, not because the crowd is like trying to push you into the wedding, just everyone's so eager to hit your fist as you just walk that like no one's stopping you because they're just trying to hit your fist. <laughs> um, that being said, uh, Ita, you of course are also being swept along as Duncan Kindano. Um, are you saying anything? Are you trying to look stoic? What 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 is Ita's studied version of Duncan looking it, sound like it's just um <laughs> it's like yes uh, uh, bumping the fist of a dawnbreaker and that's it she's just like dawnbreakers all of you <laughs> for a second uh maka um you kind of slow cuz you could could have sworn that duncan said he was leaving earlier but it sounds like, and then you turn and it's, it's Ida. Um, but given, uh, given the rhetorical stylings of uh, Mr. Kindano, pretty solid. Mm, yes, well done. Mm. Um, I'm an it, expert student, so I just need to like take a long rest and like learn from someone, and I can learn anything. Uh, that is worth noting. That was a long <laughs> rest, so feel free to have all your shit back, uh, everyone. Oh, yeah, cool. Right. Yes. I was yeah. still um, sitting at not full hit points. Uh, I have you adjusted are, my you prepared spells yeah. for... Yeah, I know, I know. I'm saying oh, I, oh, I hadn't oh, updated. I Great. Um, in uh, in your wake, um, important to neither of you, but uh, Duncan, for some reason, uh, you just get goosebumps uh, of, of the Ill, ill-favored kind. Uh, as in the wake of uh, Ginkgo Longleaf and Duncan Kindano, uh, a bunch of sprung breakers are like, oh, cool. So we're Dawnbreakers. I wonder what that means. Um, and thus, the new Legion was born. Um, meanwhile, uh, you make it to the gates. 
uh, bumping fists. And um, as the, the two guards kind of um, eye you, uh, one of your hangers on, uh, who's been like looping around to bump your fists several times, like he's clearly cutting the line. Um, says, Don't you know who this is? This is Ginkgo Longleaf. Um, and the guard's eyes go wide and he's like, yo, my name is Ginkgo. My parents heard from their parents how badly you fucked up the blue orgy room and they were so impressed it's become a family name. Yo, that's toy. Let me bump that fist. Um, and he, he bumps your fist uh, and opens the gate. He says, come on in, sir. It's good to meet you. I would like for my companion, Duncan Kindano, to join me at this wedding ceremony. Yes? I, yeah, just, yeah, point I, my, I just point to, like, to myself and say, that's me. <laughs> um and uh he nods he's like yeah 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 okay i see what's going on here that's that's all right that's all right yeah yeah you you crazy kids go along uh you have fun later oh man i can't believe he's gonna destroy another orgy room with that weird scottish pork um and the two of you uh head in um to the ceremony you've successfully managed to con your way in um congratulations Thank um you. i know that's a it's a big point of contention for for Dear Sweet Maka, so uh, good for all involved. Yep. Um, actual Duncan Kindano, uh, mm -hmm. you arrive uh, at uh, the decorators, and um, they are uh, currently um, working on uh, a forest theme. Um, people down here seem to think forests are kind of quaint and fun, um, so they're they're currently like just rapidly um stone crafting trees and like working on uh paper things to hang up and that sort of thing um you uh, uh the lead uh decorator is a uh female dwarf um who is uh clearly like en route to graying um you can tell that kind of she's she's it's pretty much taken like most of her body by this point um but um She's still moving very calmly and, and kind of effectively uh, around the table and um, and instructing people. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, oh, I'm so glad I got here in time. I'm sorry, friends. I'm sorry, friends. He's just got his hands up and he's got that big sort of like weird horsey necrotist mask coming in. He's like, it, it's it, it's change of plans, change of plans. I spoke with Jaden, but more importantly, I spoke with the bride. They don't know. Forest is out. Forest is out. Forests is last generation. What they want now is fish. They want water, they want fish. Fish jumping out of water, fish jumping into water. Water with fish in it. They want a lot of fish, you know? It's just fish. That's the theme. And she she stares and she says, I've had my team making trees all day since we woke up, shook off our hangovers and came down here. I simply do not think we can possibly change course right now. See, do you know what? I agree, because there's so much great work being done here and you've already got it, but here's the thing. Each of those trees could be the fin of a shark, or you could turn it into a big fish jumping out of the ground as though the ground is water. I'm not saying abandon the work you've done. I'm just saying, take it and fishify. Just fishify the work. What if there's little fish swimming in the trees? You know, it's just about having fish present yeah. in a way you might not expect fish. Give me a persuasion check there, bud. <laughs> I'm definitely going to use a uh, swashing point. Swashing point. <laughs> Good, good, good. 24. Hmm. Using the trees as fins. Using our pre-existing work to create more fish. 
creating the sense of motion and excitement. It's a good thing. Yes, <laughs> fish. We will do all fish. She turns around, she says, hello, everyone. I know I promised I would discuss insider stock tips with you, but that will have to wait. First, fish. We must fishify our lives. Um, and there's like assorted grumbling. And she says, also, I will order a round of tequila. And then everyone like explodes into joy. Um, and uh, she says, you, sir, seem to be a brilliant mastermind when it comes to the art of design. What shall we call the theme? I think what we should call it, because the bride's mother's name was Gwendolyn and she loves her mother, but her mother couldn't make it to this wedding. So I think what we should remind her is that her mother won't forget her. So we'll call it Gwendolyn Never Forgets. Mm. That seems unrelated to fish, but I should trust your instincts. After That's all, true, you should. Thank I was you. making all these happy little trees like a fucking doofus. Very good. If you're Gwendolyn worried the word forgets. forgets isn't enough, you could make it Gwendolyn never fish gets. I'll give you options. Mm, puns. I am incredibly amused. Gwendolyn never fish gets. That will tie it all together wonderfully. Thank you. And then she just like leans forward and like kisses you on the side of the mask. Says, I will always cherish these moments we had together. As will I. And then I get out of there because it's getting weird. The yeah. fuck? Um, he truly he has changed two middling geniuses lives today um, so finally um, Ryan you need to make your way uh, to uh, talk to the priest um, but before we see that um, Maka you are hanging out in a, a, like a, a, a I guess it's probably a temple rather than a church um, and a temple in kind of that awkward pre-wedding mingling bullshit that happens when no one really knows what to do or if anything's expected of them. Uh, given that Maka <laughs> is uh, a fish out of water in the best of times, um, what do you do to uh, survive this? What, what's, what's Maka doing in this kind of uh, mix and mingle pre-ceremony situation? Uh he won't speak to anyone unless spoken to. Um, he's just kind of like, just not, it, 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 it wouldn't occur to him to like strike up a conversation because he's not here to socialize at a wedding. He's here to like destabilize a government. So um, he's here to bring death to the people of Sprongbeck, but in like a good way, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, he is, uh, he's just standing there. If people are engaging with him in conversation, because again, he's somewhat of a public figure, people want to socialize with him. He opens up to them and stuff like that. So I'm assuming there are some dwarves that are, have approached that are, you know, drink in hand, maybe, maybe hand him a drink as well or something like that. And he'll, he'll drink and, and chat. Uh, I think the things that he talks about to anyone who approaches range from, um, uh, uh, Polit like political rumors um, to see if the Richards uh, rumor mill has been at work at all. Um, uh, and also uh, just talking shit about uh, Karen. <laughs> okay. Uh, can I get an investigation check, please, to see um, how much you're able to ascertain about uh, the success or failure of Richards operation? 
that's not great. Investigation, let's see what that modifier is. It's plus one, so that's a nine. Nine? Um, okay, yeah, you bring up political rumors. Um, people seem to be uh, chuckling um, in that kind of like, you can't confirm that they have certainly heard this. They're not talking about it, but they laugh in that kind of like, I get it way that um, to someone who's socially savvy would suggest that they have definitely heard it. To a hermit turtle who lives in the swamp, you have no idea whether they've heard it or not, but at least they've heard it from you now. Um, they won't stop winking at me. <laughs> Surely a symptom of the gray. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, the... Uh, the, but they're the, like the Impa Krimpas, and that's just smiling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the uh, that feels like ten years ago, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the um, the biggest challenge put forward to you, Maka, is when you're cornered by a group of uh, uh, what what are known as uh, like sprong brackers of the aughts. So the, this is like the youngest generation of people allowed at this wedding. Um, and uh, they are thrilled to hear that the great uh, Ginkgo Longleaf is here. And they desperately want to hear um, what the craziest thing you've ever done in Bleen was. Because they heard that, like, you get up to some hijinks there. Like, they, they, they heard that you got, like, officially pardoned for, like, some wacky hijinks. But it's very much like a, hey, you were in Animal House, right? Tell me your coolest story. Um, what story do you think Maka spins about the exploits of Ginkgo Longleaf. It is my understanding that I, Ginkgo Longleaf, did knowingly and deliberately desecrate one of your holiest rooms, the Blue Orgy Room. Mm, yes. And they all just like throw their hands up. They're like, oh, he did it. Oh, he totally did it. And they start like, laughing and chuckling do you think um Maka would elaborate more or do you think you'd just say exactly that much and be like i got just this. just like i was just like mm, yes it was a dark day for your people great <laughs> <laughs> <It's like, laughs> <laughs> right, um okay and um ita um you can see um uh the person who again you, you haven't met him personally but um weebly straubelmeyer um is uh doing the rounds um, high five in people. Um, he uh, he looks a little bit worse for the wear, having been uh, knocked unconscious by a club yesterday. Um, yeah. But uh, you can definitely see him through the crowd. Um, I guess my question is, uh, given that Ida isn't hasn't had a lot of experience with like grand reveals, would you be biding your time, or would you just kind of reveal yourself as soon as you humiliate? <laughs> Or no, orchestrally could, I, I suppose. Think, I think she's smart enough to bide her time and not blow it. Because um, it would also be nice to have kind of the cover of ceremony that he might not want to interrupt to give her maybe right. some measure of protection. Okay. Um, so, Ida, in that case, um, I'm going to need, uh, I think, probably an investigation check, um, sure. which is to figure out kind of how you can dodge Weebly. <laughs> um, for the uh, awkward standing around waiting por portion of right. the day. That's a nat 20. Ooh. Oh, damn. Um, so with the excitement... All that, all that dodging earlier, really. Yeah. 
got me in the mood. Well, and with the excitement of the Ginkgo Greenleaf telling the story of the Blue Orgy Room, <laughs> um, people are 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 distracted and thrilled. Um, and uh, yeah, you kind of um, make yourself scarce. Uh, you're pleased to see that there isn't a ton of attention tracking you. Like you don't see people kind of like looking around expectantly, like what if an orc shows up? That would mean our plan has failed. Um, which puts your mind at ease. Cause I think for a second there's like a cloak and dagger vibe and then you're like, well, oh, okay, this is somewhat fine. Yeah. Um, uh, which is good. Um, so yes, yeah, so you kind of just um, find a pillar to kind of like surreptitiously Buster Bluth your way behind uh, as though you were yeah. a Milford man. Um, I'm just like, I just have like a notepad that I'm just like flipping pages on, just like looking through right. like notes I've made in the past. It's my uh, version of scrolling my phone. Yeah, totally. It's like uh, in an Assassin's Creed game where you can just like pretend that you're walking in deep thought and people are like, that guy's fine. He's dressed like an yeah. assassin, but look, he's thinking real hard. Exactly. You should leave him alone. Um, great. Um, so, uh, with the actual ceremony fast approaching, Duncan, you finally uh, arrive at um, uh, the uh, priest's, um, I guess, room uh, rooms. Um, you uh, you find the priest uh, like sitting there with his like feet up on the desk. Um, he's got uh, like a, a massive like one of those like uh, comedy sized pina colada fishbowl glasses. Um, and uh, he is um, like actively muttering through through the speech he's working on, um, and uh, just going like, ah, but I mean, they used that in a TikTok dance last week. So do I seem like I'm copying it if I do it now? Probably. And he like scrunches it up, throws it like nowhere near a waste bin, just kind of off the side. Um, and, uh, he just looks at his drink and he's like, ah, drinking old. I, I don't know what we're going to do. I truly don't. And it takes like a big sip. Oh, I'm so glad that I found you. This is so important about the whole vows. Cause I just found out that, you know, Karen didn't have the heart to come and talk to you about what she needed to be said. Don't know about the religion that Karen practices. And she's ready to be, you know, across multi-faiths, but she needs to have some words for herself. The name of Karen's God is Gwendolyn. And Gwendolyn is a God of, 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 of justice and retribution against those who've done wrong. And, and right now, I mean, she's not going to say it. She'll never admit it. But Karen is one of those people who's worried that, you know, maybe there isn't justice in this world. Maybe the people who face crimes don't need it. And she needs to know that here they will face punishment. You know, she, that Gwendolyn will come down and protect Karen and protect the people and just make sure that, you know, retribution will be dealt out by, by, by Gwendolyn where it's appropriate. And if you could just build that in, maybe some fish references just to match the theme, you know, just to keep the whole thing together. That would, that would make a world of difference for the bride. You know, it's so important that she's comfortable here. It's so important. And she may even say, stop talking about, you know, Gwendolyn, but she won't mean it. She needs it to be said. And he nods and places his now empty fishbowl glass down uh, and just says, fishify it. Now that's interesting. Gwendolyn, the god of justice and vengeance. All right. Well, I mean, we're kind of an interfaith kind of place, so that seems fine by me. Uh, you uh, you want to, like, hang out? 
Well, you know, I would, but I can't take the mask off and it's hard to drink through it. Plus, look, you've got a fishbowl right there. It's going to give you the inspiration you need. Oh, yeah, because fish go in fishbowls. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, I get that. That's cool. All right. Cool, man. Well, if you want to like hang out later, I'm probably going to be here. I'm here a Do you lot know what? of the time. I've got to run a lot of this wedding thing and I'm not sure where the night's going to take Oh, me. yeah, yeah, the wedding thing. Yeah, yeah, no, that but makes like, sense. After this whole thing is over, I'll come have a drink with you. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, that sounds great. Okay, uh, cool. Thanks for the advice. Uh, you seem like a, a pretty uh, convincing fellow, and honestly, I, I got nothing. So you don't got to roll any dice or anything. I'll just, I'll just do it. That sounds good. Oh, thanks. Because <laughs> you know what? I really thought that this whole fish theme was a bit of a roll of the dice, but now it's all worked out. So I'm excited. You know, everyone's here. Fishify, fishify. He says, doing those little like cheering hands people do in corporate environments when they're leaving a room and then he's at the door he's like yeah all right i feel vaguely inspired i mean not really enough to change anything in my life but like uh i'm glad he kept saying that with a little fist that was cool i should do that i do that in the ceremony oh drinking old you're broken bud let me fix you and he just like stumbles over and starts like refilling the glass um great so uh duncan having spent your stress and convinced the appropriate amount of people uh, congratulations. Your yes, but has become a yes. And it is now a fishified wedding. <laughs> um, so, and now um, to go ruin the seating arrangements. <laughs> yeah, so you fuck up the seating arrangements. Like, yeah, all, all yeah, that yeah, happens. Uh, and, uh, then the, the ceremony itself is, uh, set to begin. Um, and, uh, uh, Jaden, uh, comes over and says, uh, uh, listen, I, uh, Oh, I got to confess to something, and it's pretty bad. All right, well, I'm here for you, so you can tell me anything. My uh, brother's pretty bad that I didn't make him my best man. But he's a chowder head. His head's so full of chowder. I needed someone <laughs> with, with brains, brawn, and who I could trust. So uh, just got to make nice with him, otherwise it's going to be real awkward. Well, here's a question for you, Jaden. What if... Now that everything's been taken care of, you let me MC and host as we continue. Other be the best man starting now. Because then he can get all the credit for this work. And if anyone asks, you can say he picked these things out, you know? That's great. And then I'll just go, I can check on the bride, make sure everything's going well. Uh, I can roll a persuasion check. But uh, we've already established you are the best man, both in that you are. Uh in the role at the wedding, but also that you are a man who is the best. 16. <laughs> but I'll never remember how confident you were talking over your shoulder while peeing. Oh, I respect <laughs> that. So I got to trust you now. Just know. And he leans in. He's like, you're uh, the best man of my heart. All right. Robbie! <laughs> he goes off to find uh, <laughs> Robert and uh, mend some fences, which is nice. Um, leaving you uh, to go talk to Karen. Um, Duncan, you storm uh, sort of through the, the back of the, the temple um, to uh, the sort of like room set aside um, for uh, the bride to prepare. Uh, you boot open the door, uh, I assume. Like, you're, you're like, th this is. I, how, here's how the do you weird approach? thing. I need to open the next door over to see if these rooms have windows. Because if I can kill her, but I can't get her out of here, that doesn't help me. They unfortunately do not. Uh, given that we're fully underground, there's not a whole lot of reason for windows. Uh, so you got a weird Flintstone wall. Okay. Uh, 
he'll go into the next door, like next room over and leave the door open a crack so he'll know if she leaves. Uh, and he'll try to listen through the wall because she seems like the kind of idiot who talks to herself. <laughs> um, you just hear like, you know, a lot of people think that talking to yourself out loud is a sign of foolishness or weakness. But in us, I think it's really strong me. All right, I think this is going to be like the best wedding we've ever had. I love you too. And then you just hear like metal clink against a mirror. <laughs> um, and then, uh, it says, oh, but I suppose I should probably change. Um, and uh, you hear um, some metal clattering. Um, and then there's a huge commotion and uh, a bunch of people come like roaring down the hall and they're like, uh, sorry, your highness, it's time. Uh, and they like sweep her out of the room. Uh, Duncan, as you throw open the door, it's just in time to see her kind of like moving to the stage. Um, but uh, she didn't see you. You do have time to investigate the room if you want. A hundred percent. That's where Duncan's going. He wants to find out what metal clattered. What the fuck is in there? Like he needs to know shit. Hi everyone, this is Laura here. I'm not totally sure what to say because Ryan is making me do this because I'm sitting here and we're about to record. But if you want to help to join in and possibly mess me up, uh, you can throw some fun into the mix at patreon.com slash dice. And join our community, have a say in what happens in the show, and a bunch of other stuff. So come check it out and make my life better or worse, who knows? You make your way inside um, and uh, on the ground uh, you find um, the um, like sort of hands and gauntlets of uh, the armor of Solaris as well as the uh, the greaves, which we learned earlier um, <laughs> and um, sort of the, uh, the foot casing uh, sort of boot pieces. Uh, but basically it looks like she swapped out the arms and legs uh, of the armor. It is somewhat unsettling to just see these pieces here because it's a little bit like seeing your ward dismembered. Yes. Um, is there a bag? Do I have something I could carry these things with if I pack them up to like sling around my shoulder to hide under yeah, my cape I, or something? I, I would assume so. Okay. So yeah, I'll bundle those up and then they'll just get stowed so that I can carry them in like a hidden way. Okay. Is there anything else in the room that is of interest? Is there anything written? Um, there... Given that she is uh, a familiar haunting suit of armor, there's not a whole hell of a lot she can do other than just be in the armor. So no, it looks like she came in here to give herself a pep talk. Um, uh, written on the uh, mirror and lipstick is XOXO Karen. Love, comma, Karen. <laughs> um, okay. I don't know if she's going to come back in here. But there is something I want to do in case she does. This is just in case, because I don't even know if she can breathe in that suit. Uh, but he wants to lean forward to the mirror and then exhale so it fogs up and then just write the phrase, I'm coming for you, Gwen, uh, and let it go away so that if someone breathes on the mirror while Karen's there, it will come out like a ghost wrote it and parts of the suit will have disappeared. I like it. Uh, I like the, the amount of pettiness in Duncan's like planning for this, like... It's it's the little touches, really. That, that His that core sense. strategy is if she freaks out and he can get her to run out of the church alone, he can just murder her and no one will be around. He just needs her to leave the building. 
Yeah, legit. Uh, all right, so the ceremony is beginning. Uh, Maka slash Ginkgo and... God, how do we end up with this again? Maka slash Ginkgo and Ida slash Duncan Kendano. You uh, make your way to your seats. You hear a lot of grumbling uh, about people who are very upset with where they're sitting, uh, as well as people behind us because they're dwarves and we're... <laughs> Uh, yeah, but also they're traditionalists and they're like really excited okay. about this and they're too far from the stage and the people Got up it. front are like real frustrated because like it's sprung brick, baby. There's no reason to be fucking indoors when, you know, glowing demon stones out, guns out. Um, and uh, inexplicably, there's fish everywhere. Um, just like, uh, and for some reason, they're all in like really... Um, sort of arboreal colors like it's a lot of greens and browns and like different <laughs> shades of greens um, it's very confusing uh, but you know there's other oh, couple of them have pine cones on them for some reason um, <laughs> and um, sure enough uh, 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 the priest uh, kind of steps out he's like oh oh hey everyone wow uh, hi uh, you guys all here for the wedding thing we're doing and like there's like general muttering like oh yeah all right cool um maybe uh can you can you like sit down or something that'd be kind of cool because uh we'd like to get started wow it's really lucky you're all here for that I, I was worried i was gonna have to kick you all out uh to let the other people in huh yeah this is a pretty good wedding so far okay cool um hey uh where's the uh we got uh, uh the best man i i think i talked to him earlier he seemed really good um and then uh uh, Robert Hayworth comes out and is just like, oh, I am the best man. Like, oh, yeah, okay. You're you're different than I remember, but uh, okay. Um, so like the, the groomsman party lines up the two Kyles um, and, uh, and then uh, Jaden himself um, walks out and um, you're not sure what the official colors of Sprong Breck are, uh, but it's the equivalent of wearing an American flag tuxedo. Like he's just decked out in like the most patriotic... Like uh, he's got like the Spider-Man um, like underarm things where it's like the flag when he puts his arms out um, and uh, <laughs> runs, uh, applauding. And he's like, this is a pretty important day for Sprong Greg. And it's not just because it's my wedding. It's also the election. And everyone starts applauding. He's like, but uh, of course, I'm not helping that. And everyone like laughs and claps. Uh, although, again, the traditionalists are kind of like, wait, is, is, is he quipping about it being the election day? Um, <laughs> and, uh, then, um, the, uh, the band starts up, um, dropping their, uh, weird, like horn based EDM shit that we talked about. Um, and, um, uh, the, uh, the bride, uh, takes the stage. Duncan, given that you're now the MC and sort of master of ceremonies and, and host, uh, you actually aren't that related in this. You're kind of in the wings. Yeah, I feel like he'd be in the wings watching so that if something goes wrong, he can subtly make it worse. Or if someone has a complaint, they can come to him and he can be that manager we all hated that like sends the customer back angrier than before the manager arrived. Oh boy, yeah. I, <laughs> we've worked in similar restaurants, my friend. Um, <laughs> so uh, the uh, um, uh, the priest is like, oh yeah, all right, cool. Um, okay, uh, hey everybody. Uh Sorry, hey, hey, it's me, uh, the priest. Listen, uh, we also got the the bride to be. Um, she's uh, uh, the the future queen of. Uh, he like looks at his hand. He's like, uh, oh yeah, Orville. Yeah, uh, everybody. This is uh, this is Princess uh, Princess uh, Karen, and um, um, sweeping out of the wings uh, comes uh, Karen, 
And um, although the um, uh, so the chest piece is still very much uh, the armor of Solaris, um, the uh, helmet is open and like almost distended. Um, and uh, she's got a um, a metallic mask um, under the helmet um, that is uh, Duncan alarmingly uh, a, a like pitch perfect. Um, metalwork of Gwendolyn. Um, the arms and legs are um, incredible, um, but also multifaceted. Um, so very much uh, where the previous armor was like something someone would wear, given that no one will ever wear this. Um, they're uh, double jointed. Um, so the fingers can kind of roll back and forward. Um, the legs uh, are less armored and more nimble, given that there's nothing to protect. Basically, it's almost like robot arms and legs as opposed to um, not armored. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, as uh, uh, she walks out, um, she just says, oh, I'm ever so grateful for all of you uh, to welcome me as a representative, both of Orville and of, of humanity uh, here into your kingdom. It is truly my honor as, uh, but a, a, a humble suit of rather famous armor uh, to be here with you all today and to be marrying into such a wonderful political dynasty. I truly think that this alliance, if, of course, my dear Jaden does, in fact, become president. At this point, Duncan would like to start clapping just to blow her flow on the speech <laughs> to try to get the rest of the crowd to do uh, it. Like roll he's just me an opposed uh, persuasion check. 24 that 20 bitch. <laughs> um, as uh, as you're working uh, Karen being a familiar in a hollow suit begins to just like raise her voice um, to like a booming uh, echo she just says we shall create an alliance an alliance of equals starting right here that shall spread across the globe and make everyone as prosperous as we are here at Springbok after all YOLO, bitches. And everyone's like, oh, she's also cool. We thought she was just regal. Um, and um, the arms shift, twist. Um, and uh, you can see that the, the fingers are kind of closing to a point. Um, Duncan, to you, they almost look like cannons. Uh, you see her raise them. Uh, and then suddenly... Jagger just sprays the crowd, um, just shooting out of her hands. And she says, behold the bounty of Orville and me. And everyone's like losing their minds. Everyone's just so fucking happy. Um, they're like, we love fish. Uh, and that is like, suddenly you see that the sprays falter. And you just, Duncan, I think with some satisfaction, watch as she begins to take in the room. Let's see, uh, let's see how much uh, she resists. Oh, nope. Uh, I rolled a six. <laughs> and she says, um, like, <clears throat> like, um, like, who's, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, I never <clears throat> do this. Um, might I speak to the manager, please? This is not the theme. I think we settled on like lots of trees and I am livid. And Jane's like, uh, uh-oh. Looks like uh, trouble in paradise. Oh, how am I going to trap? I mean, uh, marry this person now. Um, 
so the uh, the priest is like, oh hey, yeah, you seem real upset. Uh, let's uh, let's bring up the decorator and um, uh, Martha Stalwart, the dwarf, uh, comes up through the aisle and she's like, um, hello. Uh, a very brilliant man came by and uh, suggested that perhaps we ought to fishify everything, uh, given your your love of them and your religion. Um, and you can see like the full armor trembling in rage. Duncan steps behind a pillar. (laughs) Uh, Karen um, tilts her head in a way that would be that like razor thin Cersei Lannister smile uh, if she could move her features and just says, well, we are very disappointed in this. And like you. Um, And uh, she says, Darling Jaden, we will add her to the list, please. And he's like, or, uh, I don't know what that list is, but I'll do it. Um, then he turns to Robbie and he's like, still on speaking terms. Got a chance. Um, but uh, Martha looks very concerned. Um, so uh, the ceremony begins. Uh, vows are exchanged. Um Jaden uh, is a much better politician uh, than he is a wooer of, hu- of humans of any sort. Um, and uh, it's a lot. It's basically, you can tell it's just his political speech that you heard like a couple days ago, but just slightly reworded. Um, <laughs> he steps up, kicks the priest over, calls him Richard the Gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's close. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, sorry, this was an early draft. Uh, but that guy, what about that guy? Am I right? And everyone's like, ha, 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 that guy sucks. Um, but you notice that it's uh, the laughter is a lot more sporadic this time than it was previously, which might suggest that the the rumors are are taking hold. Um, Karen's vows are short. Uh, she promises um, a, an alliance between Orvel and um, uh, the Down Under um, that will will forge a new future for Gren. Uh, and people seem pretty into that because it doesn't require any work from them at all. Um, <laughs> At which point uh, the priest says, yeah, all right, cool. So uh, if, if there aren't any objections, um, I guess uh, you're married or something. Uh, you can uh, you can kiss the robot, um, I guess. Yeah, all right, cool. This is fun. This is good. You guys want to do this again tomorrow? This was good. This was good. I think this was good. Duncan uh, to himself is like, bastard, forgot about his speech. <laughs> he's like, oh, uh, shit. Yeah, uh, sorry. I was supposed to say a thing. Um, uh, uh yeah, uh, listen. Um, I knew I should have rolled dice, he says to himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I just want you to know um, that uh, Gwendolyn uh, is watching over all of us. And uh, as as you know, and like you can see the shoulder, like, like the paladin's just like rising. Um, it's like, yeah, you know, just uh, if there's one thing Gwendolyn stands for, it's uh, keeping tabs. Uh, and uh, keeping people to account. And, uh, you know, I just think that, uh, you know, she's up there or down there or or, or wherever uh, she's located uh, normally these days, Um, just like looking at us and passing judgment, you know, Uh, because I don't think she ever forgets. And uh, uh, my understanding of justice is it's it's swift and violent and will rend us uh, limb from limb, making us beg desperately for the gray uh, but the gray will not come for Gwendolyn will destroy us. Um, amen. Uh, yeah. All right, cool. You can kiss her now. Baka stands and claps. 
and like everyone else is kind of like also standing yeah like, yeah duncan in the back is like if that man doesn't have a vow of chastity i'm gonna try to fuck that priest <laughs> uh yeah there's a whole flea bag season about what happens with that priest um anyway um so uh at this point karen is oh man i keep rolling under 10 um Karen just like grabs him, lifts him up off the ground, like essentially headbutts him in a way that's like vaguely a kiss, throws him down, um, and uh, just says, "Like we we would like uh, enjoy the food now, please." Um, and uh, from the ground, Jaden's like, "My first kiss." It was everything I hoped, um, and uh, the food comes out, and there's just that smell that I miss desperately because we're in quarantine and I can't go to pubs anymore, but of like the worst pubs, the, the smell of Guy Fieri. <laughs> yes. Just like fried food, like heavy these. in the air. Like it's, it's yeah. It's like uh, the deep fryers are running constantly. It's just like, it's like a wave of heat that hits you. Just like, Oh, Oh no. Um, and uh, that's what floods uh, the temple as uh, uh, the four times fried fish comes in. And um, uh, Simon Fieri, uh, side of his friend, steps in, uh, and he's just like, uh, "Oh, hey, everybody, listen! Um, I've sent you to Flavor Town a few times, but now it's time to go to Flavor County, and then from there we're going to Flavor Country and maybe even a Flavor Continent." Scientists said it couldn't be done. Former President Nagata said it couldn't be done. <laughs> I have proved here today it can be done. This fish is fried four times. Enjoy. Uh, it is, uh, it's, uh, uh, Ryan, it was Gwendolyn's choice. Gwendolyn's return. Uh, we call it Gwendolyn's return uh, for, you know, departed friends who I'm sure will return. Um, and if there's one thing I know about friends who leave and come back, because everyone who comes to my restaurants are friends, uh, they're usually pretty mad about what the donkey sauce did to them. So, like, let's hope Gwendolyn doesn't come back pissed. Am I right? All right, enjoy. Uh, there's extra donkey sauce on the side, but don't worry. We uh, we put it in the batter too. All right, enjoy. <laughs> um, Karen is um, like stoic, just completely frozen. But if you were close enough, you could hear a little like. It's like um, when a train goes by and everything rattles a little bit. Uh, the whole <laughs> armor is just vibrating with rage. Um, at which point, um, uh, Weebly Straubenmeyer, um says, "Like, oh, hey, hey everyone, um, you know, on behalf of the Ministry of Trade, uh, I just want to uh, make a toast to this incredible meal, um, to these incredible speeches, and to these incredible people, this incredible couple." Uh, and, uh, you know, to the election, which I'm sure none of this will influence whatsoever. Um, so, uh, a toast. And, uh, he raises his glass. Ita, this would be your moment. Uh, and I just say, <laughs> because I'm like so unpracticed in any of this. Um, it's just like, Yes. And a toast to you. <laughs> and I uh, just kind of like lift up my hat and kind of just like, <laughs> kind of like glare at him. <laughs> I'm going to roll an insight check. 
because since he wasn't part of the planning of this and is only vaguely aware of it, we're going to see if he understands the importance of what you just did. Yeah, he also hasn't met you. No, I rolled a nine. Uh, he's like, that's, that, that's really nice. I've had a rough day. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. And like a tear rolls down his cheek. Um, I, I rolled so badly. I rolled a nine. I, I don't, I, I want him desperately to react to this, but he doesn't quite get it. Um, you find yourself locked in a weird Gatsby standoff where you both have glasses raised. Um, and he's kind of like, you're standing there expecting a reaction and he's just like crying with joy. Um, what do you do? I turned, I just turned to Mark and said, this is not the response I expected. I, I am uncertain how to proceed. Mm -hmm. I'll, uh, I'm still, I'm still holding up the glass. Just I'll like, reach up and take, take your glass, Ita. I'll take it from you. And I will uh, say, uh, uh, I will perform the toast as Eater, the orc, <laughs> will be indisposed. <laughs> it's just like, just say who she is out loud. Um, Weebly doesn't seem to pick up on that, but he sure as shit picks up on Ginkgo Longleaf standing up. Uh, and he's like, oh, no. Oh, no. And then he just points at you and he says, This man assaulted me in my office. Um, and everyone kind of looks at him and is like, Wait, you mean to tell me that the legendary Ginkgo Longleaf went out of his cool partying way to hate you? Sit down, Straubelmeyer. He's like, but, but I but you, and then suddenly like he puts two and two together and he looks at Ida he says, orc countant. Um, and uh, with kind of trembling hands, he just says, uh, I must go bathroom party. And then he just starts backing out of the temple and ever like just dead silence. Everyone is just staring at him. And Karen is like, I'm, Please keep eating your fish. Pay no attention to whatever the fuck this is. Like, I get one wedding, and I cannot let it be ruined by someone named fucking Straubelmeyer. Um And uh, Weebly starts, like, moving backward. But you can also see... Um, uh, sorry, can you roll me a perception check real quick? Laura? Yep. <laughs> Uh, 17. Um, you can see a few other people also leaving. Um, there's a few, like probably three, four other dwarves, uh, including one demon knight who's kind of guarding the place. And basically it's like, as soon as Weebly starts moving, all of them just start kind of quietly moving out of the space. Um, while kind of shooting, uh, disturbed glances in your direction. Maka says under his breath, uh, it appears Weebly did not recognize you. Perhaps you can corner him. In the bathroom. Yes. Because uh, he, he does he not seemed... pick up on those cues. <laughs> yeah. Understood. Yeah. He, he, he seemed to, to recognize me in the end. And I believe that everyone who is leaving has recognized me. And now Mark is looking at like these people leaving like, ah, yes, I see. Yes. <laughs> they, they are. This, these are the people who, who know. How good uh, is your uh, visual memory, Ida? 
Um, it's if I spend time remembering something, it's perfect. I'm mostly asking, like, are you tracking who is leaving so Duncan can murder them later? I abs yes, 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 yes. There would be like, yes, <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> Excellent. Um, okay, give me uh, an investigation check, please, to see how well you can lock these people in. It's fifteen. Okay, you get a pretty good sense of them. Um, and uh, other people do too. Like it, suddenly like people are talking about it. And as you hear the kind of like, basically uh, like the, any sense of ceremony has broken. So mm -hmm. suddenly there's like a lot of rabble talking. People are talking about that. You start to hear like, and I heard that like everyone he has sex with just stops having sex ever again. It's really embarrassing for, he must be really bad at it. And someone's like, you know, like Richard's boring. And he wants to change everything. And I don't really like that. But like, guys, I think Jaden might suck. And everyone's like, yeah, I think he might actually. Um, so you can tell that uh, this has been uh, massively disrupted. Um, and uh, Karen, meanwhile, is sitting at the head table, just seething. Um, people keep trying to bring her fish and she just keeps flipping it off the table <laughs> onto the ground. Um, and uh, Jaden's like, well, uh, now he's got to worry about the uh, election and we'll be good. Um, and she goes, like, because they're just speaking quietly to each other. Duncan, you're close enough to hear this. She's like, yeah, and you'd better win or our deal is off, Jaden. Um, and he's like, she's got the voice of an angel. Um, Duncan, what are you doing? Uh I think Duncan has been creeping around the sides, but he's disguised enough that I think he'd he'd swing by Maka's table as though he's like clearing plates, even though he's dressed like a giant monster person. And he'd be like, now's the time. Push her over the edge. Push her over the edge, Maka. Uh, and then he'd just like cross the room like a busboy to put things away. Maka rises up again with the drink that he took from Ita. Um, and and uh, he has not been to a, a wedding. I think that's pretty, probably not a controversial statement to make. Uh, so he stands and waits for everyone to be quiet. And when it becomes clear that they are just talking, he just starts to like loudly yell. It's <laughs> like, I am Ginkgo Longleaf, conqueror of the blue orgy room. <laughs> and I have a toast to make. Mm, yes. Hear me now, people of Sprongbreck, for I wish to speak of Karen. Many of you know this Jaden. Yes, he is one of you, one of your people. He grew up with you here. Mm. But not much is known of Karen. I have traveled with her. We are besties. She goes, um, hello, bestie. Hello, Karen. You are speaking with a different voice. Yes. Oh, this is just the voice of the person who endowed me as Princess of Orville, my dearly departed Gwendolyn. Hmm. Curious. You... Did not speak with her voice earlier when you said she had been expunged from the armor. That you were 
imprinted on his. For you see, Karen was a familiar of the Covenant of Cricket. Gasps. In the Shadowlands, yes. Mm, a very dark place. All the evils of the world come from this place, yes. But like, <clears throat> now I'm a princess. Oh, Karen, no need to be coy. And Maka, Maka <laughs> doesn't get the pun. But the fucking, <laughs> the mask falls out um, and just clangs off uh, the table. Um, and she just rises and like flips the entire head table. Um, uh, everyone kind of like, like yells and, and hits the deck. And she's like, and I just, and I rise and say, this is not very becoming of a princess, I would say, or a queen. <laughs> um, and she's like, how fucking dare you, Maka? I was even going to let the ginkgo long. He's never even been in an orgy room. He doesn't even know what they look like. I bet he doesn't even know what an orgy couch is. And there's like mutterings of like, wait, no, no, no. Ginkgo must know what an orgy couch is. It's just I, a couch that's in the orgy room, I assume. <laughs> I, I was uh, like, what does Tom know that the rest yeah. of us don't? <laughs> no, I was just trying to imagine, like, what's the specific thing? I'm like, oh, I guess they could just call all the furniture orgy furniture. I don't know. Um, I am well acquainted with the orgy room. It is blue. <laughs> I was like, well, he's got her there. Yeah, that's a sound point. <laughs> Touche, point to the turtle. And she's like, we were supposed to be besties. You said you were my bestie. Even yes. when everyone else abandons me. Gwendolyn, Duncan's a weird orc now for some reason. I'm so fucking confused. Karen, you said that besties share secrets with each other and information. Hmm. I will say, share with you now that you are not well liked within our group. <laughs> Um, the uh, sort of multi-pronged <laughs> claw toes on uh, the legs just like grip through the stone and crack it. Um, she says, whatever do you mean, Ginkgo? I speak plainly. You are the least liked of all the people in our group. Many of us, all of us, would prefer to have Gwendolyn back in the arbor. Yes. Mm. Well, these I... are the things that besties share with each other. And he like <laughs> raises the glass. Uh, and like there's confused glass raising. She's like, Gwendolyn is gone. I am the Gwendolyn now. And just like that weird stoner priest said, I am going to wreak a terrible fucking vengeance on you maka i can't remember your last name um and uh she with that she turns on her heel and storms off off the stage i think maka will just loudly say as she leaves um um something else you may not know gwendolyn has reappeared in sprung break <laughs> full on like uh, just like <laughs> Um, freezes and her head just twists 360 uh, I guess 180 to look back at you um, and uh, she just says well now that's interesting indeed 
Maka, that's the kind of thing besties should share before they go and say mean things. But that's fine. If she's here, like, I can probably find her. After all, I was born like this. Um, and suddenly the armor um, splits apart um, and just kind of collapses in a heap. Um, and uh, the floor beneath you trembles slightly. Uh, but looking around... Karen is gone. At which point the bell begins to ring and someone says, election time, it's election time. Come vote, election time. Uh, and uh, the Sprong Breckers uh, sort of get up and uh, take their remaining um, Gwendolyn's returns, uh, wrap them in newsprint and uh, just kind of take them for the road um, and go to cast their votes. Uh, Jaden goes over to the pile of armor and just kind of like nudges through it. And he's like, uh, uh Oh, looks like, uh, she left. What do you, uh, think this means? Well, he just steps out from behind a pillar in his mask. And he's like, well, do you know what this means? It means you're a widower now. It means you've got to get out there and find yourself someone who love you for who you are, not just for political alliances and cold, floating armor sex and you know what you've loved once but you can love again and there are people who love that but maybe you should love someone you don't have to trap as he says this he's just like picking up the pieces of amala's armor and putting them yep. in his bag but ignoring all the new shit because it's fucked up and he hates it yep and he's like so go out there and find new love i think you thought this presidency was going to change who you were and make you more attractive you're attractive as you are but leave the job behind leave the wife you had behind and find tomorrow's wife for tomorrow's Jaden. He's like, you're, uh, you're right. I never want to be president. I just thought I had to be. This calls for a loud declaration. Um, and he like kind of looks around and, and clambers up on a, like climbs up on your shoulders um, and just kind of plants himself there. He's like, everyone, before you uh, leave, Remember all the great fish decorations I got for you? Remember all the great fish you just ate? I'm uh, asking you, as your possible future president, not to make me your future president. <laughs> <laughs> I say, fuck tradition. Tomorrow's Jaden is the Jaden I want to be. Let's be tomorrow's Sprongbrek. After all, every good Sprongbrek party must come to an end. Let's make Richard the Gray our president and see what the fuck happens. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, and with that, uh, the people of Sprongbreck uh, set out uh, to cast their votes as uh, Marka, Ita, and Duncan eagerly await the results and begin to formulate a plan about how to save Gwendolyn and stop Karen. This episode of Curse Code and Crowd Sound was mixed and edited by Laura Hamstra, and the campaign was created by Tom McGee. Our original theme music was composed by Landon Noblock, and Curse Code and Crown's logo was created by the brilliant Decapitated Markers. If you want to follow our players or our DM on Twitter, you can reach out to Laura at ELHamstring, Ryan at the Ryan LeBlanc, 
Tyler at Tyler underscore Hewitt, Tom McGee at McGeeTD, or you can message our whole company at Dum Dum Dice. So please join us again for more Curse, Code, and Crown! Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Christian Mendez, Anna Zed, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.